0: This is the Gore and More Podcast with your hosts TJ Bowser, Chad Chrisman, and Big Johnny D. We have such sights to tell you.
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Goremore Podcast. This is your host with the most in true stereo today. And joining me, as always, is Big Johnny D. What's going on, Goremore? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Amone.
2: What's going on, killers?
1: So today is September 2nd, 2019, and we got a fucking d- h- 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 for you today. But first, it's time for that slice of motherfucking life. Johnny D., what'd you do this week?
3: Well, sir, I uh, actually headed down to your lovely area of the USA down to uh, head down to Pennsylvania this weekend. and went down to Dorney Park with the family. OK, one last hurrah before school starts and all that other good shit. And uh, let me say, man, you guys drive fucking nuts down. There. <laughs> I thought New York was bad, but <laughs> holy shit, man. Like I was not prepared for that. I was like, all right, I got to fucking hit the metal on this shit. <laughs> but, dude, great weather down there, man. You guys still had it like summer. It's like fucking straight up fall up here, which I still love, but not ready for. Still love uh, for it.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. But, nah, man, I had a great time. Uh, I picked up a few horror movies yesterday at the FYE that's like probably still actually existence. So I couldn't believe it. So, one in there. And uh, grabbed like randomly Halloween 2 and 3. Uh, nice. another copy of the, another copy of the thing, which my wife has never watched. So that's what we were watching tonight. And, uh, trick or treat dude, because you know, that's always a good one too.
1: I watched Holland two the other day and fuck is that movie good.
3: <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Uh, Bobby, how was your week weather?
2: It was good. Uh, my family and I, we were down the shore all week, uh, down at Point Pleasant So I was down here for majority of the week. Uh, I was going back and forth between here and work. So it wasn't a full vacation for me because I had to work, but I still got time to spend with my family and all those I love. And um, so it it was a great week in general. And then the weekend I was off. So I I had the four day weekend. So we did what we had to do. You know, we went out and everybody, my cousins, family, you know, I'm I'm happy October and fall time's coming, but I'm sad to leave the house because I you know when I see them, it's just nothing but a good time. It doesn't matter what it is. Nothing.
0: Nice. So, and then, <laughs>
2: so and, uh, nice. and so uh, other than that, I got a couple things coming up. Um that'll be they'll be out before you know it. I got something coming up the coming weekend. Um Talk about it. Tisa hinted at it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she hinted at it. See, yeah. the key word you said there, Mr. TJ, is hinted. So that means I'm going to leave the hint what she told you, and you'll just have to see physical evidence when we're finished.
1: So, the teaser for me is I came up with an idea with Tisa, and Bobby and Tisa is going to do something really cool and make everyone else look really silly. I think that's an accurate prediction. Yeah.
2: Okay. Pretty, that pretty much because we're, we're, <laughs> you know, we, uh, with the two of us, we just go all out. It doesn't really matter.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do back team, do back team 20, 2019.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been a good week and, but, uh, yeah, now it's time to get back to the grind and all that nice fun shit.
3: Fuck. Yeah. TJ, how was your week? My man.
2: Great. Yes, let's hear
3: this.
1: Making moves. Uh, yesterday, he did a podcast with the Tisha Wicked for Wicked Wednesday's episode 10, motherfuckers. Or is it 11? No, it's 11. It's 11. It's 11. Bobby, what In do? In double know? digits. She is moving right along. I think she almost hit 800 subscribers now. Let's uh, get a round of Also, Shh. before we get into my week, let's say a happy birthday to the missing Chad motherfucking Chrisman, the Dark Lord. Of knowledge, happy birthday, Chad. We love you. Yeah.
3: Happy birthday, happy motherfucker. Birthday.
2: Happy birthday, Chad, man.
1: Chad cannot Not be here. You here,
2: but it's okay. We, you're here in spirit, bud.
1: His car broke down via banana in the tailpipe, and oh,
2: yeah, I'm <laughs> with banana happy in the tailpipe. To the worst of us. <laughs> Look, man, I am falling from the banana in my tailpipe.
1: <laughs> I got that fucking wacky racist dog laugh going on
2: right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man, let me tell you something about the banana on my tail.
1: <laughs> okay, so this week, I uh, talked to Mick today about a couple plans coming up for future conventions. Nightmare on Elm Street themed plans. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I uh, talked more Stop about nudge, tell us. <laughs> producing an audio book for him. And then we will be working on his new book about Nightmare on Elm Street 3 soon. So, Steve, nice is for that. Okay. Uh, lots of cool behind the scenes stuff that will be coming your way because... We're going to be doing the interviews for that book. And you know who's going to be helping. Yeah, boy. Anyway.
2: Who?
3: Me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I didn't know. Uh, uh,
3: and now you do. And knowing is half the battle. Running the Jason Goes
1: to Hell fan group. Super, super fucking cool. Lots of people posting awesome stuff in there. Uh, actually, something really cool that happened is we were getting Lady Deb's Naked body thrown around there. Is it Deb or is it Vicky? No, it's Deb, right? Um, the, the crime scene photos. Vicky. Yeah, Vicky. Uh, tent kill. The tent kill girl from Jason Goes to Hell. We've been seeing uh, the statues and stuff. The statues and the molds and the rubber uh, dummies of uh, her scenes posted up in the group like the behind the scenes photos of them and they look like legit crime scene photos it's terrifying
2: weren't the weren't those bodies made into speakers i forget i think i remember adam <laughs> talking about it <them>. on really <laughs> death by I think they stereo were made, he was talking about it he talks about it in the commentary maybe it was the wrong body then
3: <laughs> okay either way though that's still fucking
2: Badass. That uh, that's what I heard. Don't quote me on it. I don't know. Adam oh, I told am. me a story
1: last week <laughs> of how the original Jason Goes to Hell dagger was stolen out of his house. <laughs> and it involved him coming out of uh, Noel Cunningham's bedroom with two pistols drawn like Deadpool, chasing a guy with his laser disc player. And he drops the laser disc player, which is the most <laughs> expensive thing that he had. But he drops it right on his leather couch and it cushions the blow <sighs> But the thing is, is that Adam used to run casino nights at his house, and the guy decided to put, like, $200 worth of quarters in his pockets. So he went to run and jump over something, and he completely forgot that he had quarters in his pockets, and he landed face first, and quarters shot straight out of his fucking pocket.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And
2: Adam's just like, I don't know whether to shoot. That's too good. So the guy took off into the
1: alleyway, and the only thing he stole was the uh, Jason Goes to Hell dagger. And that's the story. And we don't know where it is today.
3: <laughs> Dude, the fact that you just had a story that mentioned Laserdisc, man, like that just made my day right there. 94. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, Adam Marcus got a Laserdisc player for his birthday.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Laserdisc like, for the shit before DVDs.
1: Yeah. So, but anyway, let's uh, run a message from our motherfucking <laughs> sponsors and then we will be right yeah. back.
2: Good, because I got to pee.
0: creepy girls, do you like spooky things and horror movies? Cabin 13 has the stuff for you! Check out their selection of horror themed props, bins, busts, action figures, collectibles and more. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to visit cabin13.com and buy
1: something, or I'll kill you! <laughs> Marcio Charlie's Horror Costume Studios. Premium hand-sculpted latex masks, butts, and hoods. Everything is handmade and painted by Marcio himself. Be sure to check out his wide range and selection of products over at Facebook and Instagram at Horror Costume Studios. And we are back for our review of the motherfucking Blood Rage, or aka Slasher, or aka Nightmare at Shadow Woods. So, let's give a quick little rundown here. Directed by John Grisimer, written by Bruce Rubin, produced by Marianne Cantor. Starring mm-hmm. Lasser as Maddie Simmons, Mark Soper as Todd and Terry Simmons. Mark Soper is from Boyerstown, Pennsylvania. Where's that at, Bobby?
2: Uh, that I, uh, My friend actually lives about 10 minutes away, and I think she lives in... It was about an hour from me. I forgot which fucking town, but it's about an hour and 15 minutes away from me.
1: Okay. Uh, Marianne Cantor as Dr. Berman. Julie Gordon as Karen Reed. Jane Betson as Julie. Bill Katmus as Maddie's date. James Farrell as Artie. Ed French as Bill. William Fuller as Brad King. Gary Lou, Jerry Lou, Gary, Jerry, Gary, Jerry Lou as Beth. <laughs> Chad <McCoverty> as <laughs> Greg Ramsey. Lisa Randall, I drank too much wine as Andrea. Doug Weiser as Jackie. Ted Ramey as the condom salesman at the beginning of the film. I knew
2: that was him. I recognized him by the face. I was like, ah, that's a Raimi boy. Fuck yeah it is dude And you know what the best part was
3: He was literally literally the second actor listed On the fucking Amazon Prime thing So I was like oh fuck yeah Ted Raimi's going to be in this whole movie (laughs) Boy was I fucking wrong on that shit
2: And then it it went south because he's not in the whole movie But he has a great part He sells sex
3: He honestly has the best part in my. He's the whole reason for that whole beginning
1: scene (laughs) Yeah he really is So music by Richard Einhorn I know where it's Fickle. Fickle! fickle is I, I learned.
3: Learned. Uh, you <laughs> don't want
1: to do cinematography by Richard Brooks. <laughs> 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 and by Christine Williams. What is wrong with us? Distributed by Film Limited. Do we know anything about this? Bobby, Film Limited. Anything? Anything? I
2: have actually never heard of this company. This is the first film I've heard of them doing. I know they're definitely not affiliated with any other horror film. Okay, released March. This. If so, it's a B movie. Yes, March
1: 29th, nineteen eighty seven, and the runtime for the theatrical cut is seventy nine minutes, and the runtime for the unrated cut, the uncut, eighty two minutes. We do not have a budget. We do not have a gross because this film was kind of lost to time. So let's play that sexy trailer. A chance to meet the rest of the family. My psychotic brother just escaped.
0: I've bred everybody. Here's oh, to the new family.
2: Oh yeah. That's not cranberry sauce. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the shots of the machete covered in blood lowering is beautiful. Oh, 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 oh. I think I got you. Oh. Hey, who's that there?
0: I don't know. <laughs> got to have friends.
1: Oh, we'll find something for you to do. <laughs> <laughs> quite a party
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that you should go home too because there's a bad person out here tonight Okay. so go home and don't let anybody in okay.
0: hey
3: I mean she listened to me
0: How did they show that on TV? <laughs> 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 I want you to make love to me. I'm on, okay. <laughs> Terry's brother? You're so nice. I've never kissed the girl before. You really <laughs> to try it I gotta go. Bye. Just <laughs> kiss <this>, him or what? <laughs> no way
1: he had this really weird look okay i think that's just more of a compilation of a bunch of shit but we got more clips coming up for you guys (laughs) uh anyway who wants to do this sweet and sexy not sweet and sour plot rundown johnny d yeah
3: i'll take that all righty todd and terry are identical twins todd is a real good kid terry not so much just not. One night at the drive-in, Terry goes, Michael Myers on a floor.
2: <laughs> I like that. That's true. His face was blank as could be.
3: Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, Todd's in such shock that he doesn't say a word when Terry rubs blood all over him and then puts the murder weapon in his hands. He is sent to the loony bin where he there stays for the next decade. Terry goes on living a normal life with a sort of overprotected mother. Sort of. No, man. She's fucking like, she's weird, bro. She's wacky. Like, oh, yes. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, <clears throat> now it's Thanksgiving. Todd has escaped from the institute, and there's going to be more than turkeys being carved before the night is over. <laughs> That's not cranberry sauce. Oh my god,
2: that line! He said it so casual.
3: How many times, dude? Like what? Six? I think. No, maybe not that many. Twice. At least a good four to five.
1: Actually, do you guys want to hear the clips? <laughs>
3: Yes. Yeah, do the clips real quick. It's
0: not cranberry sauce.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You guys ready for it? Oh my god, here we go.
3: Definitely not cranberry sauce.
1: That isn't cranberry sauce. I don't know, it kind of looked like it. It was a little chunky. That is not cranberry sauce. (laughs) I see him. Where? Over there.
0: Where are you guys? Terry?
2: Terry? Oh,
0: come on, Artie.
1: It's not cranberry sauce, Artie. (laughs) 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 It's not cranberry sauce. Oh, shit. Did he get the fucking body cut in half?
2: (laughs) Oh, my God, the twitching. Dude, I loved it.
1: He really tries to put her back
3: together. (laughs) Hey, man, he's a nice dude. He's just trying to do what he can.
2: Sometimes when you break a girl in half, you gotta put her back together, whichever way you want
0: to. Who is it? Oh, um, I'm Karen Reed.
2: Love it. Oh my Except god, the really kitty.
0: Wild, crazed look in his eyes. I mean, I almost peed my pants. It's pretty scary. Yeah.
1: Don't what look. are you
0: doing? I'm
1: just trying to calm me down a little
0: bit. Well, stop it. You're just making me more nervous. Hey, guys.
1: Hey, hi. How
3: are
2: you? With well, one of those things around, you can ride off this night. <laughs> Girls, are having a good time back there?
0: Oh sure just talking about the bad old days
3: when guys were horny all the time <laughs> <laughs> that like no.
1: <laughs> Okay, that is enough blood rage for you fellows out there. Okay, so we got some behind the scenes motherfucking stuff. Filming a blood rage took place in 1983 in Jacksonville, Florida where producer Marianne Cantor had secured a large number of film f- local film investors. Scenes on nature trails were shot on the campus of the University of North Florida while the apartment complex was located in West Jacksonville. Addition film, additional filming for the opening scene and sequence took place in New Jersey. Also, Jersey? did you guys notice <laughs> that the sign for the fucking apartments said Shadow Woods Apartments and it was just spray painted on?
3: yes yeah okay i'm so glad you brought that up because i was like it took me a fucking second i'm like why does that thing look so fucking weird
2: (laughs) it's literally (laughs) does
3: wonders so i will say really quick before like if we could sidebar this just yeah did you guys i mean you might have already seen this before me i must have either missed it but like i was so confused that they were in a fucking apartment complex until about halfway through it
1: well, they don't really show it or really mention it and No, and that's why I was kinda of
2: confused because like they just specifically- show the apartment that they're in. They don't even show the complex.
3: Well, that dad goes to or the I'm sorry, <clears throat> the fiance, when he goes to like his office or whatever, I was fucking confused because I was like, Wait, is this like one big ass house? But then it was like he was explaining like ten acres and all this other shit, and then I'm like Dude, I'm like, either either that dude has some fucking insane old money or it's got to be like some complex. And then they kind of went into it a little bit later. But I thought that was like something that was like oddly established way too late that they were in
2: an apartment complex. No, I, I totally know. agree because it couldn't. No, because it came later. It's it such just a fresh funny. setting, though, too.
1: What was that? It's such a fresh <laughs> setting. Like, you don't see. Oh,
2: <gasps> it is. I liked it. Well, if you think about it, that setting was supposed to be used for Halloween, too. That was the original. Um, way they wanted to do Halloween 2 in an apartment complex, but they never did. Oh, instead of the hospital? yeah so think about mm. it this is this is halloween two shit almost so yeah I, I was kind to go in with
3: uh the uh strangers pray at night like i like that whole aspect that it was in like the trailer yeah. park i mean like yeah body there you go yeah, so, you know like good. small tight areas dude like that shit's hard to film and it always feels weirder i don't know mm-hmm. like that's
2: no i totally agree it would have been
3: cooler if they established that a little bit more odd. but anyways we let's digress and go back to the notes here According
1: to Cantor, the only reason she appeared in the role of Dr. Berman <laughs> had be because the actress hired to do the role from New York failed to show up. Cantor also noted that the production of the film was Rocky with star Louise Lasser and director John Gizmer, not getting along on set. According to Cantor, Gizmer quit during the middle of the shoot, though she was able to get him to agree to the return to the film's working title was complex Though, it was retitled Slasher by Grismer. So we have a fourth title, people. Complex.
3: Holy fuck, dude. Yeah.
1: What the fuck?
3: This... It's so many. So. It's so many.
1: Now we get into the crazy, crazy naming, release, VHS, DVD, Blu-ray aspect of this film. <laughs> uh, this film has had releases. And like I said, it was kind of lost to time for a while. But God damn it, does physical media exist. Nightmare of Shadow Woods, one of the various titles for this film, which was also the cable version of this film, was heavily edited, abbreviated much of the gore, bleh, which contained a swimming pool scene not found in the 1987 VHS Blood Rage version by Rhythm Entertainment. The latter contains all of the gore. It includes an early scene missing from the nightmare, a Shadow Woods version where Maddie visits Todd at the mental hospital. See, now (laughs) we have a DVD version of this, and then we also have a Blu-ray version. And there's two Blu-ray versions, both from Arrow Video. One is a three-disc set, including the Nightmare at Shadow Woods version. Uh, Blu-ray and then a DVD and then there's a normal Arrow video release which is just the Blood Rage one which is the Blu-ray DVD and Blu-ray so on top of that we have four titles three actually released ones all different edits of the film released on VHS and theatrically
2: yeah pretty much that sounds about right Jesus Christ dude (laughs) Why they went through so many titles, God only knows.
1: To my knowledge, the Blood Rage that we watched on whatever... Actually, let's talk about that. What streaming service did you watch this on? Amazon uh, Prime for me.
2: Utah's on Prime for me. me. I found it on YouTube, and I got the full full 82-minute version.
1: Oh, okay. So what title popped up at the beginning, Slasher, did for me?
3: Uh, I thought it actually... Now I swore it said blood. I swore it said blood rage. Maybe it did say slasher (laughs) (laughs) because I noticed even on Amazon prime, they had two different versions, but the one you couldn't even watch. So I could only watch the one that was like, you know, prime accessible at this time.
2: Yeah. I believe for mine, when I put it on YouTube, I want to say it came up as blood rage. Actually, give me one second. I still have that. Remember when we did the it
1: came up as fall break.
3: Yep, go on, Don't go even going
2: do you on, fuck a, God damn it! Oh, yeah. God hey, you damn started it. that shit. You started <laughs> that. Break, fall break, i going on a fall break. Fall break coming. Yeah, okay. uh, that, come on, that's a great tune. Don't act like it ain't. This
1: film is it's so a, fucking great, and it uh, something that we failed to mention really is this is the first Thanksgiving slasher film.
3: Yeah, it really it is, is, isn't it? It's, <laughs> i wish they had a little bit more like thanksgiving themed with it besides yeah. just the dinner I, in the beginning
1: but I hey man i'll the, take
2: it i think the hey the, we got the I say we got the turkey so it's and the okay. one
1: line the cranberry sauce tie-in so oh yeah that's oh. not cranberry sauce so
2: so when he okay.
1: first
3: said that so, twice in the bathroom was he like prepping himself so he could say in front of other people
1: like I, he was like he was re-hosted. feeling it out <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: that's fucking <laughs> i that, so, that's uh the version on YouTube comes up as slasher and that is the full 100. And that is the full one hour and 22 minute movie. None of it is cut.
3: Sweet. Jesus.
2: Damn. YouTube got the goodies. So
1: anyway, Johnny, do we have any questions about this film that we can probably answer as a
3: (laughs) well, my one question and, uh, seeing Chad is the most senior of our staff. He probably would have been able to answer Um, but I don't know about your gentleman's experience at the drive-ins, but I have never been to a drive-ins where literally everybody is pretty much fucking in every car (laughs) there. (laughs) And what my question would be is, did that shit really happen? Or is that just always like some good movie TV trope bullshit? I think it's TV trope bullshit
1: because, uh, you know, orgy at the drive-in.
3: Well, okay. And I'm only going to defend maybe... It it, it it could have happened like earlier on because I know like, you know, movies now, they're taking more like, yo, you're not just showing up middle of the movie to watch that shit where like things back, you know, 30, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, care. a lot more lax, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering like, yo, is that, a, you know, for teens back in the day, they couldn't really get them anywhere. That's a good place to like escape. And it's just like, I don't know. It just seems fucking crazy I, to me.
2: I would but, say it's got to be both, because if you think about it at a drive-in, you're in your own car. What are they going to tell you not to do in your own car?
3: Listen, I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't at the drive-in. I'm just saying I don't. Oh, I'm just, I'm just wondering if there's been an entire drive-in where everybody's just
2: fucking macking it, dude. <laughs> I don't think it's an entire drive-in. I would say a small portion of it, but definitely not the entire place like this. The park, I mean,
3: mom, <laughs> Even the mom was getting busy with the kids in
2: the back, dude. You know what I mean? He just <laughs> didn't give just us No fun. discretion.
1: Oh!
2: <laughs> Actually, I I got a question for this movie. Okay, shoot it. Did any did any of you notice when Doctor Berman went out to the woods where it's supposedly dark and she's showing the flashlight around that it's not on?
3: Okay, that I didn't notice, but I thought you were going to ask a different question to where I also had one more. Okay, two well, questions. D-
1: ask you, away.
3: What um okay, she took the fucking shrink gun and literally is like, don't worry, I can handle myself. And then when she was out there, she didn't have a shrink gun. She had a little fucking snub pistol. Like what the fuck happened? Oh yeah, that's true. You
1: know, did you
2: notice? I don't question these things. (laughs) Well, did you notice how she stopped frozen and didn't do anything to him and he just ran up to her and killed her?
3: Yeah. but I just took that up as like, you know, cheesy 80 awesomeness.
1: You got to give him time to fucking stab a bitch. Come on.
2: Right. Terry's not that fucking off. As if he didn't have time. (laughs) But
3: as soon as she died, that was the first thing I said. I was like, well, guess you couldn't handle yourself, fucking bitch. Jesus
1: Christ.
2: (laughs) She likes to talk shit, but you can't back it up. Not at all.
1: So, Bobby, Mm. any behind-the-scenes stuff that we haven't said already?
2: Uh, I have some windows here. Let's take a quick look. Actually, you yeah, you actually covered it all. Uh, there's not too much special on this movie. Like I said, with your the release Nightmare at Shadow Woods was the truncated version. So if if you saw that, then you were missing gore and you're missing the first two minutes with him in the mental hospital. There's nothing too much other special with this movie, and the only other special thing is the fact that it's Ted Raimi as the condom salesman.
0: Yeah,
2: like the guys making money. You can make millions in a night.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so the two minutes in the mental asylum, is that the one where he was like smashing the pie? By chance?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where, where she goes to visit him. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that, 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 oh. that whole, that whole thing is apparently not in the nightmare, nightmare shadow woods version. Can I talk Why about they editing it out real quick? They don't. Editing. So in in that scene. Go ahead.
1: Okay. So editing in that scene. So we have actual dialogue and it's like low, all like low set audio. So the volume is like super set low for the dialogue. And then it randomly cuts into voiceover by the doctor. Yes. That's yeah, incredible. That
2: was weird. And it's, I set. thought it, w- it wasn't matching up with her lips. I'm like, this is uh, not a Godzilla movie.
1: So, and it, there's no transition. There's nothing to alert you that it's going to happen. And it's a lot louder than everything going around it. And, but <laughs> now one would <laughs> yeah, think it was. that it would plan, not plan, but pause or mute the audio that's going on no they're gonna play it and then play this bitch's loud voice over top and then mix it back in at the end and then you're just like they had a conversation they were mouthing words this girl was talking over top of everything
2: and I I just didn't get it and dude
3: it was very confusing
2: it was I thought like it it looked like a Godzilla movie her lips are moving but they were not (laughs) lined up I
3: liked it
1: and then certain parts of the of the movie, and this was probably going to go into our little score and music thing. Actually, I'll just leave it for that. So, douche of the movie would be Terry.
2: Yes, 100%. A uh, good killer, but a fucking douche, I feel. Because nobody else was a douche. That guy laughed and chuckled when he killed. And he, yeah, he's a douche, but he was great at it.
3: So, uh, I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball on that one while he is the the quintessential like go to like yes he is the douche i'm gonna have to say secondary runner-up douche would be karen okay i have good reasons for this because she is a lying fucking bitch (laughs) (laughs) when fucking todd came up and approached her she literally fucking false raped to her friends all the shit that todd did that he never fucking did yeah yeah. And honestly, I was I was pissed. I was fucking on the TV. I was like, bullshit. I'm like, he didn't fucking do that. All he said was he's never kissed a girl. <laughs> he never actually tried to fucking kiss you. I'm like, and if he didn't say his name, you were two seconds away from fucking riding dick. I'm like, so what the fuck? I'm like, yeah, at least he threw true. out like the full, like, uh, uh, it's not me, by the way. Like, you know. That's just, <laughs> I just was wondering said, if you guys right? noticed that or not.
2: Oh yes. <laughs> oh, terrible it was great fucking Karen Fucking.
1: (laughs) so moving on to our questions and these are literally fucking focused for this genre film Uh, favorite kill and mine would have to go to the head decapitation wrapped with an extension cord tied with the full body cut in half and the bitch trying to pull herself back together
3: that was pretty good Bobby what do you got
2: uh, definitely the girl cut in half and trying to pull herself back together. Like, cause the twitching alone was priceless. I'm like, okay. She thinks she's actually still alive here. Like she was like, uh, uh, uh. I was like, okay, that, that is the winner. And uh, my other favorite one was, um, uh, what was, it? oh, um, the first one, the fiance. Oh yeah. Oh, the hand shop. Yeah. Yeah
3: i did like how he was uh, just kind of standing behind him there and like knocking on the glass and everything like he was just done what's that
1: did you see how they got the hand to move it wasn't an, anim- an animatronic they made a glove out of the fake hand and the guy's hands underneath the floorboards and they- yeah dude just like the girl buried
3: in the fucking woods dude yeah. twitching around <laughs> man that's pure fucking haunted house like gold right there
2: awesome. well they did they did that in um Evil Dead 2 as well, that hand that crawls on the floor, that's somebody's hand through a floorboard.
3: Yep. That's awesome. Um, I will have to say, honestly, uh, it's not the best, goriest kill, but my favorite kill and I uh, i think it was the guy Artie, whoever the dude was with the doctor and he stopped to take a fucking jaybreak. Oh, yeah. I just like that because the whole time he's just holding him to Smoking the fucking thing. He kills the motherfucker and then just enjoys the rest of the fucking J. And I was like, dude, (laughs) there you go. That's my kind of kill right there. That'd be me.
2: (laughs) Sounds like it pulled you right in.
3: It did, dude. Like, I loved it.
1: So transitioning into our next one, best scene. Uh, So excluding kills for me, the best scene would be, you know, that whole sequence when they're on the the walkway bridge, which is a strange (laughs) location to begin with. And he's trying, you know, it's kind of like fucking with the dude, trying to play around that he's not the killer. He's like, that's not cranberry sauce, Artie. That's not cranberry uh, yeah. sauce. <laughs> and then he kind oh, of and like he had him, all
3: the weapons tucked out on there. Yeah, he's
1: kind of like fucking with him after that and chasing him around. I love that sequence. It, it, it's so funny to me. And he, you know, the cheese is turned up to eleven.
3: Listen, man, he had fun with it, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, if there's certainly. anything you could say with
2: it, dude, he had fucking fun with it. Oh yeah.
3: Bobby, what do you got for your favorite scene, bud?
2: I honestly, I love his stalking at the end because he smiles the whole friggin' time. (laughs) Like, he is casually going, like, literally, it's like, I'm coming. Like, he's just like, oh. (laughs) That was pretty good. His smiling and the fact that he just walks, of course, again, taken from Michael Myers, like you said in the plot, it's priceless because... You never see a killer just walking around smiling. They're always very serious, like on the move. He's just like casually like, yeah, I'll get there. And he does.
3: <laughs> Almost a little uh, Patrick Bateman-esque. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that was definitely one of the my favorite scene. But There's more, but that was probably my top because it's just like, that's eh, pretty psychotic. Dude,
3: I got to go with the mental breakdown of the family at the end.
2: <laughs> that's fucking but, like, oh,
3: crazy oh, yeah. hey, listen man that was a fucking like I, I'm not gonna say that it was just like oh my god dude like the acting in it was terrible but at the same time like just for the fact like a dramatic effect of everybody just fucking psychotically breaking down and killing I themselves
2: <laughs> what's that? and then fucking killing themselves like Jesus <laughs> Like just well, fucking, the, mom, the, mom, the mom did, but Todd, we never found out. No, Todd just kept
3: saying, My name is Todd! My name is Todd!
2: Like, <laughs> And I love
3: that she was screaming it, dude. Like, that's what makes me love that scene, dude. Is like, she
2: straight up fucking snapped, dude. And like she was an alcoholic drinking that shit oh. oh my god she
3: was a fucking just weird character in general man why was she dressed like a little girl the whole fucking time what's with her boobs she, her, it's fucking weird man she psychotic. had like pigtails and
2: curls and little her, shit she, dude what's her with her boobs man her. her one son is a fucking nut yeah, oh my god
3: did you notice that with her boobs she was dressed like that when she was still slumming or slutting at the fucking uh, movie theater in the beginning before
1: the boys went yeah, it psycho it's, like it's like
2: the same exact outfit it
1: is it's, it's, it's the fucking it's weird uh Okay, opening scene hook you in, motherfuckers.
2: Yeah, yeah, dude. The the drive, the drive in, drive in orgy is going to happen,
1: and then the fucking axe to the face is so
2: good. Yes, oh, absolutely. And the girl running away with butt ass naked was even (laughs)
3: funnier. Yeah, man, she had that big old fat booty. Oh, that was beautiful. It was okay. So,
1: best tits, hottest girl. That would have to go to the girl that's trying to fuck Terry.
3: Uh, yes yeah yes. so she ended up fucking her his friend right yeah because you see
2: her in the shower
3: right oh she was nice she, and, and you know what she's a good woman she was taking a pre-shower because i don't think they fucked yet wow that is a smart woman because i'm pretty sure they didn't do it until he killed them on the diving board
2: no that yeah you're right no they didn't Look at you! I mean, at least they got a little bit
3: of a taste before they both got fucking knifed. But you know,
2: yeah, yeah. But I gotta tell you something though: you get that little taste, and you get knifed, you're pissed off in the aftermath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. So I like the fact that he set them all up too. Like, and he was talking to him when he was fucking oh, chasing them, yes. like, around, dude. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he's like, oh my god, the
3: diving board, and now in the sauna room,
2: you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so casual. He was great.
3: That was a very Friday Thirteenth thing to me, dude. Because like, that's what always the Friday Thirteenth does, man. Like Jason always sets up for like a grand, finale showing off his victims and shit, dude. They're always falling out mm-hmm. of trees yeah, it and all that shit.
2: Mm-hmm. It happens every film.
3: Yeah. You
2: know? Did the score set but, uh, the mood?
3: Yes uh, and no. It, it, it had some decent synths. Did
1: I'll you notice that. that at parts they only used a drum machine and then they would go into heavy synth?
2: yes yeah they, that's yeah. so I would say yes and no but the soundtrack very Cynthia. I think was no it fits the film personal mood now
1: you got to remember but, this is filmed in 83 released in 87
2: right she was held back a while yeah yeah that's true but I don't it just mm.
3: which is another thing when you're watching this other uh, Gormor like, take that in consideration, because you would think, oh, man, it's late 80s. Like the effects would be like, little- no, man, this is early 80s. It just got pushed back.
2: Yeah. Lost <laughs> like a that time. kid in high school.
1: And that's why and we didn't have back. a like a uh, release or a budget or anything. You know, the grossing is because this wasn't theatrically released like other films. Like I said, it was, yeah, literally that, lost it was very time.
2: limited. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so best song
3: uh, really wasn't a best song. Yeah, nothing I could potentially uh, particularly mention.
2: Not even a not even a, a part of the soundtrack. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, it's not like fall break.
1: <laughs> Motherfucker! Best character, favorite character. I would have to go with the douche of the movie, Terry. Uh, his one-liners are absolutely incredible. But actually, you know what? Doctor Berman's pretty funny herself.
2: Yeah, she was pretty good. Yeah, she was. She had her great moments. Even though she was on screen in a short time.
1: Yeah.
2: Who's yours, Bobby? I would go with Terry, but I would also go with the mom. Okay. Because even though she was like half the time out of her head, she basically played the out of her head psycho person pretty good for the film itself. Yo, know, what do you think those pills were? She was popping before she was drinking. Oh, it had to have been. Uh, it had to be some heavy ass pain pills. I'm willing to bet. I was hoping they'd be like Ludes or something, dude. Just because it's the eighties <laughs> and shit. It's either Ludes or she found an early it's cut of, watches Oxycont- the look of Wall Street of the too much.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> she was doing Ludes uh, and Oxy.
3: Fucking right, dude. Honestly, man, I'm gonna have to say favorite character just because uh, I love him. Anytime he's there is uh, Ted Raimi as the condom salesman.
2: <laughs> he's my th- he's my third favorite. He is my third favorite because, first of all, that's a smart man. Just in general. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, Not only that.
2: Out of everybody there, he could make millions being anywhere with condoms.
3: Bro, did you see the fucking, like, waddest fucking cash he had? Like,
2: dude, he had every, every, oh my, do you see his, like, dude, he had a better selection than any pharmacy.
3: Now, the only thing I would laugh is I was kind of hoping because he had him, like, when he opened the one side they were all like pinned on the inside. I was hoping he was going to give them the pinned ones. Cause I, that would have just been <laughs> fucking great, but no, he had them. He did have the other, he had the, that was his show off. And then he had the actual product on the other side. So he's a good sale. You know, he's a good salesman.
2: <laughs> I agree.
3: I'm not trying to rip you off. Was
1: so it scary uh, for the time? Maybe. Yes. It was very gory. So I'd say he definitely got a shock reaction, but for now it's just, cheese.
3: 80s glorious very, slasher cheese. But it's so good cheese, dude. Like, Oh, yeah.
2: like th- It's it's cheese that you could eat over and over even when it's rotten.
3: Yeah, I'll probably watch this within another week again, dude, just to get a good fucking laugh out of it, man. It was great. <laughs> oh,
2: absolutely. It, it, yeah, scary-wise, though, no. no not at all. Killer. You know who's not doing it. You know who's doing it. The only thing I would say that was scary was the ending because you had no idea that was coming.
1: Yeah, that's true. And it was very fucked up. Having everyone just off themselves.
2: Which, yeah. It would, uh, no, go, sorry, go ahead. No, it, it was, th- that was just weird. Yeah. I, I wasn't expecting it to go to that point. I thought maybe, okay, cops show up. Oh, he did it. Send him away. Yeah, no, not the mother killing Matt. And then she killing herself. Okay, that is not where I was expecting this movie to go. Yeah. I'm
3: kind of surprised they didn't involve the cops, honestly, earlier. Like, they just kept putting that off the whole fucking movie, which I kind of laughed because yeah. I'm like, you know, any yeah. other horror movie, they're trying to get to the fucking call the cops and usually they get either fucking like knocked off or something, you know what I mean? Like phones fucking get cut, like something else happens where they just can't. But this one they were just like, nah, we'll
2: fucking no, see how this shit goes. Don't call them, will take care of it, it's okay. It's exactly what they did. Pretty fucking watch, dude.
1: Does it hold up today?
2: Yes.
3: Yes, but you know what? For what it is. I want to see. I want to see your fucking remake of this, dude. That'd be gnarly. I agree. And I want to see a remake. And even though we already know the twist ending, and you could probably throw a different twist on it too, but I would like to see it where it's almost not exposed in the beginning. Maybe which brother it is. Oh, have them dressed very
1: similar and look very,
3: like a lot more similar or just show. Oh
1: yeah. You know
2: what I mean? Like maybe,
3: maybe a little younger or something. Like, I don't know, but you know what I mean? Like just something like cover that like, I wish the twist was covered up, but, you know, that wasn't really the twist per se. It was just like, yo, this is what's happened. And then, you know, you're going to fucking see it.
2: So I I agree. Yeah. So it does hold up today. But if it were remade, I could see it being probably a little more gnarly. Oh, dude. Definitely mess with the head more. More than this one did mess with the head. more.
1: Think of the uh, body cut in half scene in modern day
3: oh bro that's Uh, it would be fucking nasty dude because you know there would be that i mean they already did the slow like overpan of it but you know it would just be like way more like closer and detailed on that shit
2: i also think that if you were going to do it in everything if the main killer ends up a little um something happens to him instead of maybe just getting killed or something happened to him and killing him set up for a sequel
1: yeah for sure
2: blood rage 2 where the, the who is, didn't do it is fine everything's okay and next thing you know shit's gonna start happening his DNA's popping up all over the place it's not him they can't prove it almost like a um, dark half Stephen King type deal
3: okay so let me ask you guys this because I thought this was kind of funny so obviously this dude's like and I hate fucking using this word but whatever but this dude's obvious trigger was his mom fucking getting lucky essentially pretty much
2: yeah. Yeah, pretty much.
3: I fucking love that. Or if dude, you want to get like, into the psychological
1: aspect, uh it is somebody showing his mom affection and having the attention from his mother other than himself. Uh right. So that could also be his trigger. So in a, in a more psychological aspect is uh he gets she propo- he proposes that night. He's no longer the man of the house. And then his mom, instead of spending time with him, goes and lays in bed and uh Spends time with you know his fucking future stepfather, which ultimately leads to you know triggering him and then him being the first to die.
3: See, but and which yes, that totally makes sense with that. The only thing to me that would throw it off is in the beginning, he never actually attacked the dude that was groping on his mom. He just attacked the dude that told him to get the fuck away when he was trying to get his dick wet. <laughs> Yeah. So, like, I didn't know if it was just, like, I mean, obviously, it still resorts to his mom getting, like, affection. Maybe
1: it's because his mom was ah, there, and he didn't want right. to get
3: it. Yeah, yeah you're right. I, I just thought it was funny, because, like, you at that dinner, saw that snap in his face, dude. Like, it was perfect. Like, it was just, like.
2: Yeah, like, he, he was ready to do it then, but he had to wait.
3: Like, I just saw the fucking stupid-ass, the fucking social justice, and there's, just like, like, the meme <laughs> underneath the fucking face, dude. Like. It, it was
1: funny because <laughs> it's like you know as soon as he got, heard the news that todd escaped he comes out and he like you know sits down and he just has the smile on his face he's like my insane brother todd escaped and then his mom's just like oh my god what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and he what just tells
3: dude him like that was so nonchalant of him dude and everybody else i wish they showed people's reactions at the table yeah. besides just the mom
2: but oh, that was good so i weird. like that
3: so was the well, acting. it was good also good or bad it was
2: uh it was in the middle there was some but i i think um there were, there were some over the top that really didn't need to be and there were some that probably could have been more
3: like yeah the dude who played terry and todd he was good he's playing two different fucking roles yeah. You know what I mean? I even had a quite, like, as I was starting to watch it, I was like, is that the same dude? Or is this actually like, and I was like, Oh no shit. It's the same dude. Um, when he played Todd, it did look like a different person. Yeah, dude. Like they did, he did it well. He he definitely had the, um, they had the body acting there. You know what I mean? He was a little bit more hunched over. He held himself differently. Whereas like when he was Terry, he was, you know, he stood up straight. His arms were back. He had like perfect posture. He was just that. <laughs> Good right, all around, yeah, like exactly. what he, you know, his mo- like what he was supposed to look like, whatever. But no, I mean it wasn't bad. Like, like, the mom was a little ham in some scenes during the drunk scenes, but she was drunk, oh, and gosh, drunk oh, acting gosh, is gosh, always gosh. hard. So I think
1: the acting was good. I mean, for what it was, for you know, for 80s slasher cheese. So
0: <laughs> yeah, would, you kiss, would you kiss
3: your mom like Todd did though?
1: Oh, absolutely. <laughs>
2: That's a no.
1: (laughs) Do you like the cinematography? Uh, I will start off by saying yes. And I will, you know, this is no John Carpenter's Halloween. This is Halloween. What the fuck? I stroked out. But there is one shot that I will point out in particular is whenever the girl, you know, is banging on the door and you can see Terry walking in between the buildings and they have the shot of just his silhouette of his shadow walking in between the mm. buildings so well done like come on and then the stalking scene of her in
3: the woods yes 100% oh that was great so well shot uh, honestly i think uh, even in the beginning man it had that nice long draw of that dude getting popcorn you know what i mean like it never cut away it was fully him coming down the line coming even that dude I always like, you know what that um, reminded me of
1: is have you guys watched the movie Pieces? Yeah, no, it reminded me of the opening scene from Pieces, but instead of popcorn, it's well, instead of a jigsaw puzzle, it's popcorn.
2: Yeah, 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 I I, I get you. I totally understand that. Yeah, I see it.
1: So what do you guys think of the cinematography?
2: I loved it. Okay. Like it wasn't Um, bad. And it wasn't it wasn't grainy. It was very very well done for a, probably a low budget movie, and for the time they did it, I liked it. I would to see this well. on
1: VHS. I uh, I've seen some footage and I've seen some screenshots of the VHS, and it looks like it's a whole other animal.
2: Really? Yeah.
3: I mean, usually VHS does that, anyways, man. It is, there, there's yeah. definitely a. Sometimes you just gotta watch it like that, dude. If it's classic. Yeah, that is true.
2: VHS changes it even when it's a brand new movie on brand new VHS. Yeah.
1: So, do you guys like the premise?
2: Loved it. Very much. That was probably one of the most fucked up, yet not so, because in a way that it it came down to that, they're all kind of psycho. Yeah. So,
3: in Todd's defense, dude, Todd was turned that way. Like he was, never, he, was a,
2: he was a product of society. If you really think about it, cause he did nothing wrong.
3: Yeah. More so of his asshole brother and his fucking mom. Who's well, I mean, to be fair, how, you know, she can't question it. Like, and he never yeah. said anything to defend himself. So
2: this is, yeah, this is true.
1: I love the premise. Yeah, uh, it's typical slash for fair for the time. Uh, yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> I you know this is one of my picks for the films and it definitely shows. I mean, it's, you know, that normal slasher move, slasher movie fair from the eighties, early eighties. Uh, we got lots more films like this coming up for my picks. So probably in another two weeks, we'll get another gory slasher film. <laughs>
2: I did,
3: I did even throw your name out last night when I was watching this with the wife, dude. Cause she was like, you guys watch some cheesy stuff. I'm like, yo, bro, this is TJ's cold bread and butter right here. <laughs> it is. I love it it's so true. Much. It is. I fucking, like I said, dude, I loved him. It, going back to that whole, uh, bridge scene where he was setting up his buddy there. Yeah. And he had like the weapon like
2: cranberry sauce,
3: dude. Listen, man, that fork in the neck, dude, that was just, that was a fucking, like, I love the way he like looked at it and everything. Like he got a hand. Just like, mm-hmm. and you were just kind of wondering. You're like, "Yo, is he actually gonna do it?" And then it's like, he did take that couple of extra seconds, dude. And I liked that.
2: Yeah, he, he, hes- <laughs> he hesitated, like, "Should I?" Further yeah, pushing the Thanksgiving
1: slasher thing, you know. Like, okay, so we got the one liner. But you know what? I'm gonna stab them with a the fucking meat fork in the neck. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, machete. Just, the, machete, the machete is the carving knife. That's what it should be. <laughs> so, dude, the machete shots are great too. Yes. Just oh my bloods.
3: god! Like, talk, talk about when she was on head. the phone and shit, dude. And it's just so machete just coming in the fucking scene and I love it
2: right there. Oh, you know what? So it kind of looks
1: like the much. Jason Rising trailer. Yeah, <laughs> a bit.
2: Well, it probably was at the time. I'm sure there
1: is. <laughs> so, I love, I love that, and I love how how well that's used and how often it's used in this film. To portray the killer lurking, but Goremore rating. All things considered, th- what the film is, what the purpose was. uh I will have to say, as uh, trying to be unbiased towards my love of slashers, <laughs> Goremore rating of three point two five for me.
2: Bobby, what you got? You know something? I I give it a four.
1: Okay. I give it a
2: four because, first of all, the slasher we got was casual, and the way he went about it, he did he didn't care. It was based in a in a spot we didn't see it in, so it was someplace new. It was something different. The the backstory behind it was there, so I'll give it a four for the time being. That it was, I give it a four. Okay.
3: And uh, you know what? I'm going to give it a solid 3.5, man. Uh, It's definitely above just a a standard three to me. Like I liked, like Bobby mentioned, dude, I just like the nonchalantness of Terry. Like you almost expected him to like kind of like break into a little bit of a song at one point when he was like (laughs) fucking chasing somebody, dude.
2: Yeah. Like I I, would
3: or something like.
2: If they remade it, they should make him like whistling a song that's supposed to be terrifying, but he makes it sound great.
3: Dude, honestly, not to go like full clockwork orange, but I would love singing in the rain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Or so he's singing like George Creepers score, or something. Cool.
1: Yeah, that's Gorimor's score. 3.5 out of 5. 4. Not bad. 1987's, actually 83's Blood Rage, a.k.a. Slasher, a.k.a. Nightmare at Shadow Woods,
3: a.k.a. Well, what the fuck was the other one there? <laughs> oh, complex. Um, complex. Thank you. Thank you.
1: So we're going to take a short break before we end the show with another commercial because we're sellouts. Hey, you out there. Hey, listener. Take a look at yourself. Want to know why you look like shit? Because you are wearing Duback merch. Take your ugly ass over to dobackdiscussion.net and click on the merch tab. Pick up some hot fucking swag, then you can become a sexual Tyrannosaurus just like us. And we are back for the ending of Gornmore episode. What is this, motherfuckers? 41?
2: Something like that.
1: Jesus, we are just chugging along. So, just a friendly reminder that Gornmore is part of the Dubak Discussion Podcast Network. Featuring great podcasts such as the Do Back Discussion podcast, the Hall of Heroes podcast, more like Hall of Zeros if you catch with my drift. Boing! Ouch. The, a Rush of Madness and Mania with the Jerk, the Curtain podcast, the Wicked Wednesdays podcast featuring the lovely and talented Tisa Wicked. 100. The Rabbit Hole podcast featuring Mixtron and... Yours truly, the Dream Warrior Review Podcast up on iTunes. It is a treat from Mick and Kurt. It is awesome. Find all of these wonderful podcasts over at DubackDiscussion.net, also on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. And as the commercial you just heard says, head on over to the T Public Store, Duback merch, pick something up. Help some kids out. You know what it is. So, guys, Moore, Johnny D, Killing Machine. Final thoughts on 1987's Blood Rage.
2: Bobby, you go ahead first, bud. Loved it. Recommend it. Remake it. <laughs> it was a great film. It's it's definitely up there. I, I would I would watch this again and again. It was fun. Very fun. Loved it. Go ahead.
3: I I feel the same way, man. And you know what? If you got prime right now, go to prime fucking watch that shit. Bobby, I think you said it was on YouTube also. So obviously you can
2: catch it there. If if you want to find it on YouTube, it's the full hour and 22 minutes. So get to it.
3: But yeah, man, if you guys are looking for just like straight up, just a non-thought-provoking, just sit back, relax, laugh, good old slasher, yo, this is straight up it. it. It was a good fucking time. I'm glad TJ picked it. And like I said, dude, I'm going to definitely be watching this in the near future again. It was a good fucking girl to last.
2: Absolutely.
1: Well, I'm very happy that you guys enjoyed this. And I can't wait to show you some of my other picks, because if you like this, you're going to like the weirdness of some of the ones to come. Uh, Fuck, yeah. Uh, from. Right. I mean, they're, they're all along the same premise, but God damn, they're so strange. Lots of gore and very bright red blood.
2: Uh <laughs> Beautiful. I'm
3: excited. Uh, I don't. Should we? Can we? Can we mention? Yeah. What What's next? Okay. I'm excited for the. You picked the Prowler, I believe, right? Oh yes. Yes. Dude, that's one that I've always wanted to see and just have never fucking got off my ass to do it. So that's one I'm very excited to cover when that comes up.
1: Shower scene Absolutely. in the Prowler is intense. Fuck yeah. There's part four shower scene and there's the Prowler.
3: Do we? Uh, do we want to drop any uh, teasers for next week? Yes. What's
1: next week,
3: Johnny D? Next week is uh one of my personal favorites. It was a movie that came out in the mm, early two thousands called Splinter.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, nice little monster movie. Uh, 2008. yep. And uh yeah, if you've never seen it, go check it out before we do our review next week. It's uh it's got good gore, it's a small little movie, man, but it's fucking intense. Awesome. So I'm, ready for I'm gonna that. leave it at that yeah.
1: one. Can't wait to see it because I haven't fucking seen it yet.
3: So
2: fuck yeah. Uh,
1: that is it for this week's episode of the Gore and More podcast. This is your host with the most, TJ Bowser, signing off.
2: This is Big Johnny D saying, see you
3: later,
1: Gore
2: and More. This is the Killing Me and saying, I'll kill you fuckers later.